Hello, hello, welcome back, OTZ fans. It is time, that time of the year, our yearly, yearly podcast. Um, Doc, what is up, my guy? It is so great to see your beautiful, shining face. You know, I've been, uh, I injured myself on purpose, you might say. I'm trying to tank myself to get Victor Wambanyana. <laughs> Gosh, I'm going to have to get, I'm going to, I'm going to, I need to figure out his last name. I'm just going to say Wemby, Victor Wemby. Wemby, yes. I'm trying to Wemby. tank myself. Wembenyama, I think is how you say it, but that is. That just is W, great, man. It's, it's a just a W. Decision. W, he is a walking win. He might be getting LeBron level hype, maybe even more level hype, like it's. It's crazy to even think that someone could even reach LeBron levels of hype, and it's it's insane. Yeah, did you see what RJ said? He said if LeBron was in this draft, he would be the second best prospect. I actually agree with him because the big men. It's not a crazy over, thing. Yeah, people were giving RJ a bad time for that. But like, if you look back, like the big men usually are like the more rare unicorn. Like they'll go first. But I don't know. I don't it's, even know what this guy is, dude. Like he's like a big guy that moves and shoots. Like he's like it's crazy. I mean, if he stays healthy, he might be the greatest player in the league, like, <laughs> by year two. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, it's, uh, I guess it won't be Lucas time. Lucas time yeah, might be always, it. This might be it, dude. It's always Lucas time, man. It's always Lucas time. But, um, yeah, man, let's get into it. We, we wanted to go through our yearly, like, predictions, awards, you know, the full, the full shabam. So we're going to grind through it. So we're not talking to you all for hours and hours. Um, and then, um, yeah, let's 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 get into but what it. If, um, what if they want to hear us talk for hours and hours? I know they do, but that's why we have a premium podcast subscription. So you can DM mm. me on Instagram to learn more about that, and then we can we can set up some time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, cool. So, what do you want to start with? You choose. Let's just do. Let's just do MVP, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So the big stuff right off the bat. Um, I wanted to do it this way this time, as obviously we are all super into betting now. I wanted to read off the um, smart, the smart, the top odds, and then we can go from there. So um, is uh, just, are we sponsored right now by like BetMGM or FanDuel? I'm or... working on that, so I'm not going to name so that's a specific why, okay. site right now. I so I just, I I'm doing. they're being very generic on purpose, um, but. Smart. This is a great way for a sponsor to see, oh, look how many times they would say my name, you know, you know, you know. Um, cool. So MVP, um, the odds on favorite is Luca, and then Joel Embiid, Giannis, Kevin Durant, Nikola Jokic. That's um, those are the odds right now in Vegas. So well, who's your pick for MVP and why? I gotta say, just listening to those odds, I'm shocked Katie is as high as he is, considering the injury history and just like the mess that the Nets have been recently like I'm actually surprised he's that high but my MVP pick I'm going Embiid dude Embiid's been so close these past two years I think for me honestly it's almost impossible for Jokic to win because like winning it three times in rows like you know teams are all yeah. or voters are always going to be against them and Embiid's yeah. been so close these past two years and I think Philly's going to be a really really good team so I got I got Embiid he's the best player on potentially the top team in the east you know at least the top two or three seed in the east in my opinion He's going to have the team success and he's obviously one of the best players in the league. So I think it's, it's going to go for him this year. Interesting. I actually like the Kevin Durant odds. Cause like say Brooklyn obviously has a talent to be a top seed. Sure. So if somehow that goes, it's obviously Kevin Durant's going to be MVP. Obviously I don't trust that it's going to work out. Um, so that's why I'm not going to bet on that. What about Ben that, Simmons? Don't, you don't no, think Ben I, Simmons is going to be the bell cow there? I've, I've learned to stop trusting Ben Simmons as you've seen from all our podcasts. We're not going to do another Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid debate right here? No. You're not going to take the Ben not. side? 
I'm going right. to stick with our Darius Garland, Colin Sexton debate and stick with that one. <laughs> <Fair> um, <laughs> so I choose Luca. I think that the yep. narrative is there with Jalen Brunson leaving. And I think Luca's just the kind of guy where as long as you have competent players around him, he's going to make you a, a, maybe not a title contender, but he's going to make you a good team. And mm-hmm. I think with Christian Wood coming, that's enough. Um, it's a lot of firepower off the, either comes off the bench or he, he should end up in the starting lineup, but um that's enough firepower there. And as long as they kind of repeat what they did last year um, in terms of placement, yes, the West is way harder than it was last year, but I think just because he doesn't really have that bonafide all-star next to him and he is really competitive team, maybe top four in the West. uh, I think that he'd be the odds on favorite to win that. Yeah. He's going to have the numbers. There's no doubt about it, especially with, with Brunson not there. The the question, right. Is, are they going to have a good enough record and a high enough seat in the West? Right. The West is going to be hard. That's the thing. Yeah. I think he's a I good mean, pick, you though. Knew, yeah, you knew I wanted Joel Embiid to win it last year. I think he deserved it. Yeah. Um, and a big part of that was because they played the majority of the season without Ben Simmons. Harden came to the trade deadline. So, like, still all those games and they were a top seed. Um, were that, but now I think with having Harden for a full season, having Maxi for a full, like, all that um, yeah. might end up hurting his case, kind of like how it hurt his case having Harden last year. So That's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, if, again, I'm right there with you. If Dallas has a good, like, if their record is comparable to Phillies, and we know what Luke is going to do, I would, in that case, vote for Luke over Embiid. I just think there's going to be a big enough gap. Mm-hmm. In record. This is before, yeah. But obviously, there's a full season to be played, so we'll see how that, that makes sense. Out. That makes sense. Cool. Let's go into my favorite one, uh, NBA rookie of the year. I think this is a little easier. Um, the odds on favorite is Paolo plus one eighty, and then the next the next three are tied at plus five fifty. Uh, Keegan Murray, Jabari Smith, Jaden Ivey. And then a dark horse, Benedict Mathurin. Um, I think I'll go for it. I think it's, I think with Chet's injury and Paolo's usage is it's going to be, it's going to be Paolo. He's going to get those, he's going to get the counting stats. He's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. He's going to get all the scoring. I think he's going to lead all rookies in like combined total of points, assists, rebounds, kind of like that's, that's a really good um, <clears throat> leverage for who gets rookie of the year. It's kind of add all those three up who, who has the most, usually I, that becomes the rookie of the year. So I see that being Apollo. Um, I think Keegan Murray might be the most ready prospect right now, but he also ha- is playing with De'Aaron Fox. He's playing with Sabonis. He might not put up the stats that are needed for a rookie of the year. Give me Keegan Murray. Hey, yes. I know that'll make you happy. Give me Keegan I Murray. Right. I uh, I think that he's going to get a decent amount of usage in sack. Obviously, Sabonis and Fox, like you mentioned, are going to you know have the ball a lot in their hands, but I think he's going to get enough touches there right enough shots as a third option there and I think his efficiency is going to be really good and like you said I think he's ready to go in the pros and the other thing I I too also think is that a lot of people's eyes I feel like are now on sack with just the playoff drought and I think Mm -hmm. the expectations are higher where if they do deliver on it I know usually a record doesn't play a big you know deal in a rookie of the rookie of the year but just maybe because it's Sacramento, he can really kind of elevate them a little bit and get them in that playoff play in play in discussion maybe not playoff and I also think Orlando, I mean, Orlando has a couple of pieces there where he, you know, Paolo is still like Wagner was so good last year as a rookie. Yeah. Like they have a couple of pieces there that it's not just, he's not going to like go to a team that has nothing around him. Right. So I think for that. And I'm, a lot of guards that are young. and A lot of guards. Exactly. Right. So, you know, hopefully Fox, you know, the backcourt in Sacramento is a little bit more established. Hopefully they can, you know, help King it out a little bit more and set him up a little bit more. And, you know, I think, 
Mike Brown's a decent enough coach where I think they can make it happen. So I'll uh, I'll write yeah. out it with Keegan Murray That's on awesome. this one. I think the also the only thing is to watch if he ends up being on the starting lineup or off the bench. I think that can definitely impact his rookie of the year. Case. Yeah, but I would be. I mean, obviously, you can you know more about this than I do, but I would be surprised if he's not starting, right? Like yeah, Sabonis I mean, they, at the five started, and him at the four. They started uh, KZ Akpala at the four the first preseason game, so we'll see if they switch it up today tonight. We'll see if they switch it up. KZ who? Impala. Um, Okpala. Oh, Okpala. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just saying, like, who's Impala guy? <laughs> cool, but yeah, I think we're on the same. Oh, I'm I'm happy that you believe in Keegan because I definitely believe in Keegan. Um. Cool. Let's go into the sixth man of the year. Um, I'll read off the odds. The odds on favorite is Mr. Get Knocked Out, Jordan Poole. Uh, the second most is Mr. Make My Money, Tyler Hero. The third is Mr. Broken Everything, Malcolm Brogdon. The fourth is the guy who's going to really have the ball a lot, Jordan Clarkson. And then I really like Bones Highland at plus 1600. So what do you think for NBA sixth man favorite? I feel like this might be the most wide open one out of all of them. Like this mm-hmm. feels so wide open. You could go so many different ways. I'm going to go. I think Tyler here is going to start this year. So you think so? I think he's going to start. He, well, cause he wanted to start. That was part yeah. of it too. And I think maybe part of it's just like, we saw how banged up Jimmy was in the playoffs last year. Maybe you just start Tyler, you know, you have enough defenders around him take a little bit off of Jimmy's plate, you know, in the half court offense, especially. So yeah, I think he's going to start, I'm going to go Malcolm Brogdon in this one. That's I think, yeah, injuries obviously are a concern, but I think he's going to get, you know, a good amount of usage over there and they have a really good team. You know, I think he can, he can make it happen. He's a really good player. He's a really, really good player. So I'm excited to see what he can do in Boston, but yeah, you can go, I, like I think it. you can go like 10 players, pick any 10 players in this thing and you have a good shot. So. Yeah, definitely. I think if Tyler Hero's off the bench, he's definitely going to win it, in my opinion. But like you're right, he might start. Um, I like the Brogdon pick. No problems with that. I'm going to use my one biased pick on this one and choose Karis LeVert. Um, I really think that he would be like, I a like perfect. It. He would be a perfect six man for this Cavs team. I hope they don't end up starting him. I feel like just let him and Kevin Love run the bench, and that's like a that's like fun. That's like Kevin Love doesn't need the ball like to dance, shoot, pop up or spot up, and. I think it'd just be perfect. So I think he could really, like, really command that second unit. Be like a doesn't worry about anything else to score. 16 points a game. Let's get it, man. <laughs> I like that pick a lot. Again, he's in that conversation where I wouldn't be surprised at all if he won it. You yeah. can, I mean, Kevin Love was so close to it last year. And right. heck, I mean, Ricky, look at the odds. I don't even know the odds on Karis LeVert. I mean, I would, if I, if I was allowed to bet, I would bet on that. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Love is there. Even like, remember how good Ricky Rubio was also off the bench last year? They have three guys who are legit bench players. Like, Cleveland's got a second unit, man. Yeah, for sure. Man, Karis LeVert is, his odds are plus 3,000. That's crazy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Looks like I'm uh, putting some money down right now. Let me uh, sponsors right now. I would name your website. Um, cool. Let's move on to NBA defensive player of the year. Um, this one is another one. that's kind of wide open. The favorite is Rudy Gobert. You got Bam Adebayo, Robert Williams, who's going to be out to start the year. Um, Giannis yeah. and Draymond. Um, I think, I'm definitely think it's Rudy Gobert. I think it's like a perfect fit in Minnesota where he can just focus on the defense. And if their defense is, is top 10, which Rudy Gobert can do a top 10 defense by himself, then there's no reason he wouldn't win rookie of the year or defensive player of the year. Yeah. But it's kind of like the thing where he's just won so much where do voters start to get tired of him? Maybe it's obviously a new environment. I think that actually does help him. Like you're saying, I'm going to go, 
I'm going to go with the guy who's uh, knocking everyone out. I'm going to go with the enforcer, Draymond Green. He was <laughs> really, I think, remember at the beginning of last year, maybe through the first half of the whole year, I think Draymond was in the lead. He was playing tremendous defense. Yeah. They were a great defensive team. And then he got out, he got hurt. He was out for a while. I think, you know, he's playing for a contract now. I think he'll have that going for him. Yeah. He's obviously a great defender. There's no question about it. He leads, he leads their defense. You know, they're going to be a great team again this year. And, you know, maybe this, everything that's happened over the course of the past week, maybe that also just ignites a fire in him and he yeah. kind of brings it into the season. So I'm going to go I mean, with Draymond. Sounds like the fire was already ignited in that man. Well, <laughs> full on combustion, man. Full on combustion mode. Now. I am here for the dysfunction. I love the dysfunction. You know, you know, we need to even out the even out the crowd a little bit. Um, I actually really like Bam too. I mean, I think he would have won it last year if he was if he didn't miss it so many games. Yeah, um, I don't see. I don't see why he can't kind of repeat last year's defensive performance. And if he stays healthy, I could see him being the odds on favorite. Yeah, no Marcus Smart in that top five. It makes sense because he's a yeah, guard, well, but you know he won it right. last year, so you normally see at least them getting a little bit more love. I, I actually think not having Udoka is like him and Marcus Smart had like the best relationship. I feel like they were able to like communicate with like even just like looking at each other and knew what each other wanted, and I think that's really going to hurt Marcus Smart this year. But do you think? I I also think they're, they're going to be just fine. You know, I, I the guy that's I mean, coming up, Joe team, Jula, yeah. yeah, yeah, but I. Like, obviously, he was integral to what they were doing on defense last year, Joe Mazzula was. And, you know, he was a defensive guard himself in college and when he was playing. So I actually don't envision seeing kind of bad effect on the players. I think they're going to be just fine. Hmm. That'd be, I mean, yeah, I think team-wise, they'd be fine. I, I just specific for to Marcus Smart. I could mm-hmm. see it impacting him because he was so efficient last year. He, like, he was. was really – he was, figured out how to defer. He figured out that he's not the guy – because in the past, he would be picking his big shots in the playoffs. It would be super frustrating to watch when you had Tatum and Brown back to him. Well, but, but we're talking about defense, right? Like, he's always right, been right. that guy on defense. Right. I mean, like, I feel like, yeah, it all it all helps. Cool. Let's go to most improved player. Um, I'll read the odds off and then give me your favorite. Tyree, Tyree Talberton's favorite at 850. Then Anthony Edwards, Jalen Brunson, Zion, and RJ Barrett. Closing it out for the top five. I'm surprised Zion's on that list. I know it's me too. I feel like he's already so established. I'm it's gonna like, let you go I, first on this one. I think people think it's like a comeback player that you're aware, but that's not really what it is. It's most yeah. Um, I think Tyrese. I mean, he's gonna have the ball a lot, and like maybe it's not gonna convert to winning, but I feel like stats wise, his stats are gonna go insane. He's gonna have high usage. That yeah. team is the team is just gonna like want him to build and develop. I can definitely see him becoming like an all star, or at least yeah. putting all star numbers. Yeah. I'm going to go Ben Simmons. I think Ben Simmons, he's just going to a perfect situation for himself where, you know, he's a lot of the pressures off of him with Katie and Katie and Kyrie there. And I think everyone thinks very lowly of him right now, which is understandable. So, but it's kind of a weird to think of him, I guess, as for this award, because he's right. obviously been an all-star before, but I can't yeah, put him I as... Think, I think it makes it like the Zion thing. That's like comeback player of the year award. I mean, yeah. he's not going to do... There's no way he puts up better numbers than he did when he was an all-NBA player last time he played. Yeah, but it, like, again, he can't be up for like comeback player of the year award in the That's NBA. The award, yeah. Well, right. But even if it was, I'm saying it would just feel so weird to put him in that conversation I mean... for comeback player of the year. <laughs> He, got, he had a back injury, man. I mean, okay. So I don't know. I'm 
you know, I'm just going with the I'm going with the Hail Mary here. He's going to a perfect situation. Yeah, but like, so if he no puts up if he puts up improve, even if he does better, like in fact wise, his stats will be all lower <laughs> points, assists, compared to, But if again, what if they compared to last year, man? Did he even play a minute last year? No, that's the yeah, thing. then how could they compare it to last year? They're not gonna compare it to zero, zero, zero. Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. I um yeah, no, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm gonna roll with Ben, man. Okay, okay. I, I mean, if you want to go, I'm gonna lose money odds, there. Your odds are probably pretty good. Um. Okay. Cool. Last one, coach of the year. I mean, this is kind of a weird one to like just guess, but um, you got Steve Kerr, Chris Finch, Taylor Jenkins, Ty Lue, Monty Williams. Personally, I think I'm gonna go with Ty Lue. I think the Clippers have a chance to bounce back, be like one of the top seeds, and I can see. I don't know if narrative wise, if people would give more credit, like Kawhi and George being healthier, they would say like the coach kind of, cause they're going to have, they're going to be in and out of the lineup. It's not like Kawhi's going to come back and be playing every game. There's going to be a lot yeah. of resting and all that. So I think Ty Lue can uh, really win that award. Yeah, that's a good pick. Obviously he's a good coach. I'm going to go with Chauncey Billups. I think. Wow. Yeah. I think obviously Portland was awful last year. I mean, they tried to be, they were trying to tank at the end. I think having Dame back and I think they added a lot of talent. I'm actually, I'm pretty high on what they did in the off season. Um, I really like Jeremy Grant on that team. I like Josh Hart. You know, Nasir Little will be back from injury. Obviously, Anthony took a step last year. Um, so I'm I'm actually pretty high. Well, I'm higher than I think most on Portland. And I think um, they're going to do a little bit better than most people expect. And I think Chauncey will parlay that into some coach of the year love. So I'm going to go with Chauncey Billups. That's wild. I mean, yeah, I think it makes sense to give it to like, not, it's wild that none of the top five odds are like coaching the non-playoff hunt that could escalate their team to that especially newer coaches, mm-hmm. but wow. Okay. I mean, I guess we're done with the awards. Let's use that to segue into the season a little bit. I I'm so shocked about the Blazers. Do you think that the surrounding cast for Dame right now is as good as when they were in the Western conference championship? It's a tough one. I think even going back to those Western conference championship or finalists days when him and CJ were together, they obviously had a great backcourt, right? But they all their issue throughout the years has been their forwards, where they, maybe they've had like defensive mind guys like Alfred Camino and, and Mo Harkless. Mo Harkless, but they, yeah, yeah. But they had nothing going for them on offense. Now I feel like they have a solid collection. Obviously, Jeremy Grant is a good defender, and he, you know he can shoot, he can score, and handle the ball as well. So he's well rounded on both sides. Josh Hart really improved last year. Like he's he's a good enough defender. Like he's a good defender in my opinion, and I think offensively he's got a lot better last year. So you have two forwards right there. And before Nasir Little obviously had the season-ending shoulder injury, he played – like, his defense was really good. He's already super athletic. He's got good size for a forward. And the shot was coming around. Like, all they need from him is, like, 3 and D, right? And the shot was slowly improving. So if he can continue that ascension there, I think they have really good, like, 3 and D guys on the wing. They do that have a lot of they can, Yeah. So I think they can have a good enough defense. And if Dame is, you know, back to where he was before, and if Anthony can – kind of continue also that you know ascension he was on last year i think they can you know do their team could be on on par with where they were that year and maybe even better because they might just be more well-rounded so yeah the west I is mean, just so strong that's the thing it's so strong yeah I, I think i mean wow i think a lot of people are really expecting dane to just kind of float back in like normal and yeah the injury was like a it's not like a lingering thing like the, yeah it's full and he's, he's set but like i don't know i find it hard to believe that he's just gonna walk in and be the same old dame that's fair. That's a that's definitely very fair. But I really like 
like I mean it's the same problem with the undersized backcourt but like Anthony Simons at least gives him like someone who's an elite 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 catch and shoot uh player next to him really good catch and shoot so good at it and I think that's just like they're offensively especially with having people that can run and defend multiple positions um next to them it'll be good and obviously Nurkic is Nurkic is uh is gonna be efficient and he's gonna be a good center yeah Good so yeah. and they can play small with like Nasir Little and stuff like that. So yeah, it'll be interesting. But yeah, I'm not I'm not as high on them as you are. But that's that's very interesting. Yeah. Again, I mean, they could I could see them going either way, right? Like if Dame again comes back and he's not the Dame in his prime that we're used to seeing, this team's gonna go nowhere. They need Dame to be that elite superstar level player. And another guy I'm interested in, man, over there, Shaden Sharp. You know, yeah, he's, he's he was the number one recruit. Yeah, he was the number one recruit in his class. Again, another like wing player. Uh, He's ton of potential, right? That was the reason he was number one in his class and obviously dropped a little bit. But if he can, I don't know if they can figure out and get get him to sooner, I guess, rather rather than later, figure out his ceiling and get him there. This team maybe could make a little bit of noise. I'm not saying a championship contender by any means. Right. But I'm saying at least like maybe playoff they contender. can play off, you know, obviously make the playoffs and maybe push for a second round appearance or something. So I don't wow. know. As if wow. everything goes right, and we know that never happens. So yeah, I mean, I Shaden Sharp is good, but I feel like it's going to take like a couple of years to even. I agree. I agree, one hundred percent. I think for them to like kind of be that contender, he would need to immediately come in and be kind of that kind of that guy that everyone thought he might be coming out of high school. So yeah. it's a big stretch. It's a big Which stretch. Would be wild. Would be wild. But yeah, that would be an ideal if he ends up being yeah. the ideal guy next to the game. You got a sleeper team in the West. I mean. <laughs> I think we all know who my sleeper team in the West is. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I, I try when I put my standings together. I would try to be try to be as unbiased as possible. Um, I don't know if you put standings or anything together, but um, I'll I'll read you off what I what I predicted. And that it's hard. The West is so stacked. Yeah, even the um, East is stacked too, man. Like, there's a lot of talent. Yeah, right now the, the East is so stacked too. There, yeah, there's a really really good team. Like the league is as competitive as it's been in a long time. Um, I have Nuggets at the first seed, um, Warriors yeah. second seed, yeah. Grizzlies third seed, Clippers fourth seed, Phoenix fifth seed, Dallas sixth seed, Minnesota seventh seed, and the Lakers eighth seed. And like that leaves out New Lakers Orleans. Lakers in the eight. Wow. That leaves out New Orleans. That leaves out Portland. That leaves out Sacramento. I didn't. Ever, I don't think I'm missing anyone. I think everyone else is tanking. Well, who are your other two playing teams then? So it'd be Sacramento and New Orleans. Wow. Yeah. It's high on Sacramento, I'm, I'm high, above I'm New Orleans. High. Well, no, no, New Orleans, that's probably over above Sacramento. Okay, okay, um, I got you. But uh, it's, I'm high on New Orleans this year, too. I think they're going to be really good. I mean, when Zion plays, he's a winning player. I mean, but, like, they have – I don't think you're high on them, dude. You don't have them have, in the top eight. West is – I don't – I don't – I couldn't put them over any of these. They have two – like, Zion and CJ are horrible defensively. Like, that's that's something they got to figure out um, if they want to actually turn the winning. And then the Lakers, if AD is healthy, this team is amazing. Like, they've been amazing. He already got hurt. <laughs> He did already get like whenever before the first preseason game, dude. Whenever eighty is healthy, the Lakers are insane. Like they were such a big seed, and then the year before they were a one seed before he gets hurt. Like, yeah, it's such a big if. But like, I can't be like because the only reason that they're like been not in the playoffs is because of injuries, and yeah, it's getting harder, and they're getting older and everything. But I mean, that's like you you, you're gonna expect LeBron to miss some time. Yeah, you're gonna expect AD to miss some time. (laughs) We don't know what like. The rest situation isn't sorted out. But like, I mean, I'm not gonna like 
harp on your Lakers pick because honestly, that's the team that's hardest to project in my opinion. Like, yeah, I, it wouldn't shock me, right? If they have a really good season or if they just completely like mess up. So yeah, I'm I'm just surprised actually that you didn't have New Orleans a little bit higher. That I didn't but, have them higher. Yeah, I mean, but again, the rest of it I thought it was solid. I, like, I really like your Denver number one seed pick. I like the Memphis Golden State. I like I like Phoenix because I don't think they're going to be like. They've been, you know, obviously top two, top three seeds the past few years. I think they're also going to take a drop. So I like your, I like the picks or the standings. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? What's your, who are your uh, play in teams? In the West? Yeah. Play in teams, I would probably have the Lakers and the Blazers. Or sorry, I would probably have the Lakers. And I say I'm high on the Blazers, but it's also like hard to figure out who would I take out from the top eight. I would I probably have the Blazers. Um yeah, I probably have the Blazers and then the Lakers as my playing teams. And then who are seven and eight? Uh Dallas. Wow. Actually, sorry, I would I I should I didn't make my standings before, so I didn't know we were it's gonna okay. do this, but I would put I would put Dallas when I play in actually. So I would do Portland is probably my um eighth seed, seventh seed would be the Pelicans, ninth seed Dallas, tenth seed Lakers. Wow. So Kings are Kings are right on the cusp, but so I, you have, again, you're pretty I, high on you're pretty high on Minnesota this year. Yeah, I am. I like Minnesota a lot, dude. I think I I really like the pairing of Gobert and Cat together, and I think mm-hmm. Ant's going to take that next step. I'm really yeah. high on Minnesota. I like them as a regular in the regular season. I don't think they can make noise in the playoffs. You think they could win a round? Depends on the matchup, but if they're like a fifth seed, I don't. I would take the Clippers over them. Um, yeah. If they're a seven, if they're yeah. a seven seed, I'm taking the Warriors over them. Like I don't, I don't know who they beat in the playoffs. Yeah, especially with yeah. especially the Warriors. That's a horrible matchup for a go there. Yeah, it's it's not a great matchup. But at that's least... why it was. It's so weird to trade so much unprotected players for picks for a player who's shown that he is not a, like, it makes sense for Donovan Mitchell one, because if, if it doesn't work out, you can retrade Donovan Mitchell, but go bear. If it doesn't work out, you can't retrade him for anything. Cause he's also older and it shows it didn't work. And too, he doesn't, he's never shown to be like successful the way he plays in the playoffs. Like that's just so risky. Again, this trade wasn't a move. I think by a team that was like, all right, we're going all in to win a championship. This, this was more so move. Like we're going all in to make sure we make the playoffs the next three years. Yeah. Cause it's, it's Minnesota, right? It's like, that's what they want. It's like a team like Sacramento, right? Where it's like, if you're making the playoffs, you're good. Like you're happy for now. You don't need to win a championship. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I agree with you. It was an overpay, like four, for, or basically five first round picks is too much for Rudy Gobert. It's not like he's like 23. Um, so yeah, definitely an overpay was shocked. You know, when I see, when I saw how much they sent, but at the same time, I guess if they just really want to, that's the, maybe the best move they can make to just get better right now, you know, yeah. maybe that's what they have to do. Yeah, cool. Um, all right, let's take a pause to hear from our sponsor, and then um, we'll be back right back to it. All right, cool. Welcome back. Okay, now let's do some championship round predictions slash um, our championship picks, and we'll end it at that. So, Doc, who do you have in the Eastern Conference Finals? Um, I'm going to say, just before we go into, like, the Eastern Conference Championship, I'm, I just want to talk about the East a little bit. Yeah. So... I just want to say Cavs, I'm excited this year. You know, I think they gave up a lot for Donovan Mitchell. They, you know, should be a good team, all-rounded team. East is just so good, man, that, like, they're just not there yet, which is crazy with this team. 
Um, but I I really like Brooklyn this year. Obviously, you know, we've touched a little bit on Brooklyn, but I, the team is so well-rounded and deep. Um, and I really like Philly. There's a lot of really good teams in the East and it's pretty deep. So it'll be interesting to watch. Yeah, I think it's it's crazy that one of like Hawks, Raptors, Cavs, Nets, Heat, Celtics, Bucks, Seven Sixers are not going to be yeah. guaranteed playoff spot. That's crazy. Two it really of is. are not going to be. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, there's only like two bad teams in the East, right? It's like what Orlando and Indiana. Everyone I think else, Charlotte, like the next... Charlotte's pretty bad. Well, well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, okay, that's like the third worst team. Which even when I see Charlotte, it's like that team, Lamelo Ball. I guess Bridges. We don't know the situation, obviously. I mean, he's not. He's not playing a second in the NBA ever again. Ooh, ever again? Yeah, I've seen players have done much worse and uh, come true. back. I don't know. That's true. I think he'll play again. I don't think he'll play this season, as he shouldn't obviously be allowed um, to. But... And then Pistons, I like this year. Like, there's some good teams. I mean, I like them. I don't like them making the play in. Well, yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. but, like, they got talent. So, um, but yeah, so I'm going to go Boston again. I think Boston's just getting better. And obviously, the Udoka situation will be interesting to see, but I really like Boston. Uh, and I'm so I'm gonna go Boston and Philly. You know, I really like Philly this year as well. So I'm going Boston and I am for those Philly. not watching the stream, I am shocked right now. Milwaukee. This guy, yeah. this guy is the biggest Milwaukee Bucks like believer. I am shocked. Explain I yourself. Know. Again, I just think the Milwaukee core is getting a little bit older. You know, Middleton's past that 30 age. I think Holiday's, what, 32, maybe going on 33 in the season. So they're getting a little bit older. Giannis is in his prime. There's no doubt about it. But I just yeah, think 27 Boston. 27 or something? Oh. Yeah, he's in his prime. There's no it's doubt about crazy. that. Crazy, he's only 27. Yeah, he's he's going to be so good. But, you know, I just think Boston's getting better. And they got that. Like, they added Brogdon to the team. They already had, you know, if, if Jalen Brown can improve his ball handling just a little bit, <laughs> like imagine what the team I is, so. I really like Brogdon but I hate how much people are saying like oh Brogdon's gonna put us over the edge he's not even gonna play he never plays he's so unreliable I don't get how people are cementing the Celtics oh yeah Brogdon's that's the key piece like it's he's not the key piece like I, he's a I really good think, player I don't think Brogdon is impacting their championship chances because he's so unreliable because of injury yeah right so now he's going from, you know, playing like what, 35 minutes a game to a situation where he might only play like 20 minutes a game in the regular season. They can save and him over the course so of the year. Someone that you're trying to play 20 minutes is like, oh, that's the key to the Celtics turning it around and beating the Warriors. Like, no, it's not. No, no, but they were so close, right? Like they, to yeah, me, to me yeah. in the finals, they were the better team. It was just the turnovers killed it was, them. It was Jason they, Tatum not having any sort sense of like killer instinct. <laughs> I mean, fair. That's fair too. I just think... I really like Boston, and I'm surprised you're not harping more on the Philly pick. Like you're taking the more issues. No, I. Philly. I you want it? My pick is Bucks 76ers as my Eastern Conference. Oh, you do have the. Oh, yeah. you do have Philly. Okay. I, I. You know how much I love. I love Harden. You know how much I love Embiid, and obviously Harden needs to not play like he did last year. But I think maybe a year on conditioning, a year under yeah. his belt with Doc. It's. it's I. I might take that back after I just remembered who their coach was, but <laughs> their coaching is. Yeah, so we might bad. both have to. We might both have to. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think about that, but their team is just so talented. It's pretty deep. I really like the Anthony Melton pick. Or, uh, yeah, me acquisition. too. I like the way they're built. Um, they got shooting. They got playmaking. They got they got um, they got guys that I trust in the playoffs. And the only one I don't trust on that team is Doc Rivers. <laughs> 
Well, what about Matisse Thybul? I don't think you should trust him either. I know, but he's like a kind of player you want in the playoffs. Like you, like mm. if, you need, if you need, if you need someone to put on Tatum, you can at least put him on there. He's so bad on offense. He is really. But bad. like, but like you said, they've brought in like other guys like Melton. You know that they can play. That Melton's so good on defense. Where I think they, yeah. even if they're, they can go small with him, right? Maybe they can put him on a couple of wings or something like that because he's so good yeah. on that end of the floor. And I really, I think Max is going to take the next step as well. Yeah, I think sure. he could be an All Star. So wow, right. that much of a step. He might, yeah. We'll see. It'll be hard on that team because obviously with Harden and Embiid, but I think he might become an also caliber player. Maybe I should say yeah. that. Huh. Okay, so I have the Bucks winning and making the finals. Now that I feel like they're so good. I'm, I'm just, again, like yeah, they're older, but like Giannis is just entering his prime, which is crazy to it's think true. about. Middleton, they needed. They were like so. They were like pretty competitive against the Celtics. Yeah, they were. The end there, yeah, but like that was that was probably the closest series in the in the yeah. East, and then. Like, obviously, he just needs someone like Middleton. Like, I don't know. I really think that um, – and then maybe it, I'm not banking on Ingles, like, becoming Ingles again, but, like, that could add another edge. Maybe he comes back. Um, I wish they made some more – like, some something. Did some trade or some moon moves. Um, maybe got Bogdanovich or something like that from Utah. Something like that would have been nice for, for me to see from them. But I, I, I don't know. I really think Milwaukee, when if, if they're healthy, is the best team in the East. That's fair. And they're in that top tier for me. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they make the finals, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go Boston over Philly. Okay. I think you're going to go Philly. I'm like, wow, I, that's Boston. No, I'm going to go Boston. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. West. Okay. Boston repeating. Okay. So the Western I, conference finals. Really quick though, too. You touched on Bogdanovich. I was shocked that that's what they got in return from, from Detroit. I thought they would get, yeah. I thought you'd be able to get some assets back for him. Like he's yeah, a good I player. Feel, I feel like if Detroit tried to mid season, they could get a first for him. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That was a great <laughs> Which trade. Which is a smart – like, they don't need him, but they get invested in him and try to retrade him. I think that was smart. <clears throat> Agreed. Um, okay, Western Conference, man, this is so, 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 so I think, hard. I think we, we might have the same two here, though. I have Kings – I'm just kidding. I have the Clippers mm-hmm. versus the Warriors. Same. Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> yeah, 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 I think the Clippers just are so like, – you look at that team, man, they're so deep. Like, they're so talented. It's crazy. Yeah. I wish they had someone I could trust a little bit more at point guard, but um, that's fine. Like, maybe John Wall – I don't even think John Wall can be that guy anymore. But maybe he can be the facilitator that they need him to be, yeah, but – He doesn't even need to be that guy, right? He just needs to be, like, a good enough right. floor general. But they have so many wings. And that, what do you need in the NBA? Those first-style defenders that can switch every single possession – um obviously yeah. Kawhi, if Kawhi comes back to form Paul George is that guy we know we know Paul George is that guy um last when Kawhi went out and Paul George was took that team to almost oh, got two games on the Suns beat the Jazz beat the number one seeded Jazz if he can kind of repeat that and Kawhi comes back to form the team is scary with Norman Powell all the wings all the cats so um, many I, so many players yeah so many players. Terrence Mann might not even be in the rotation that's how deep they yeah, are like that's crazy yeah, I mean, the only – I think the only weakness they have is just their lack of depth at their big man spots. You know, they lost yeah. Harden, signed to the Knicks, so they only have yeah. um, big Zubac. Yeah, yeah, he was a good – he's a good player. They only have Zubac, so if they're playing, like, Denver again, they don't really have anyone to match up Dang. against Jokic. That's yeah. that's the one I weakness, mean, but I like them a lot. Yeah, maybe they can trade for, like, a big man or something or acquire someone but yeah there's not probably not much depth out there that they can maybe get. maybe they can trade denver like a first to get deandre jordan man oh God, i don't i don't i'm i'm worried about denver's backup center being oh there. i am too i don't understand why they were competent and, at that. 
and not only that, they signed them right when the free agency opened. Like that first minute, I saw the yeah. tweet from Shams, you know, DeAndre Jordan that was signing like their Denver, goal, like, which I don't know if they were watching the playoffs last year, but the Sixers were awful. god awful with DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> oh, well. Um, okay, do you have the Clippers winning or the Warriors winning? I got the Clippers. I got the Clippers too. Yeah. Um, I I can't believe I'm so high on this team when there's so many question marks, but I love yeah. Tyloo and I and they're just so talented, so talented. I mean, if they can, yeah. I mean, if Kawhi can, if Kawhi can be healthy. You know, if he can load manage his way through the season and be there for the playoffs, man, it's yeah. gonna be a really good team. That bubble Clippers team was one of the most talented teams I've ever seen, and or like that's fair, in like recent memory. And they choked. They didn't play. They just choked. That wasn't what they were. Like they were so good during the season. Like. If they're anything like if Kawhi is anything like that again, and all the more pieces they added, they will be the most talented team. Yeah, I I agree. You know, if they would have beat Denver, I would have taken them over the Lakers. You know, yeah, and same, obviously to same. win a championship, they were so talented. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. All right, so you so you got the Bucks and you got the Clippers. That'd be a heck of a matchup. It'd be a heck of a matchup. I got the Bucks winning in seven. We got the oh Bucks in seven. Wow. Yeah, how about you? You got you got Buck, you got Celtics Warriors rematch? No, you got Celtics Clippers. No, Celtics Clippers. I got Celtics Clippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go uh Clippers in in six. You think the Clippers are gonna win a championship one year after Kawhi's ACL? That's crazy. I mean, you have them one game away. So what's <laughs> what's one game difference, dude? What do you mean? You got them right there. I just I just shocked at how high we are. Like, we're like, this is asking this is a bad idea. Like, I think, oh man, I I don't, I'm not very confident in that choice now. Too much always, for a team. Yeah, there's always one team I feel like that everyone just really gets behind and they just, yeah, completely mess it up. But again, yeah. I I just think, though, you know, they have the coaching, they have the talent, there's no question about it. And they're a modern team, too. They, they have enough shooting, that, you know, yeah. and they have the two-way players where the only thing that I would imagine that would, you know, break them apart is injuries. I can't really see anything else, you know? Yeah. If the Nuggets can avoid playing the Warriors – somehow yeah. and like say the Warriors put the Clippers before the Nuggets face them and the Clippers beat the Nuggets and the Clippers beat the Warriors I could see the Nuggets making the finals I think the Warriors is such a bad matchup for it's the a really bad matchup but like every other team like maybe Dallas would be a bad matchup for Jokic too but like every other team it's not a bad matchup for Jokic and like the Nuggets with Michael Porter Jr. back Jamal Murray back and then all that wing depth they had I love Bruce Brown my favorite addition of the offseason I don't know how they yeah. got it for so cheap um I, I, I don't know. Am I being too high on the Nuggets? I like that. You're not. You're not because, you know, they have obviously one of the what, top three, top four worst players in the NBA. And then you bring back Jamal Murray, you obviously Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. And then like when they had when they had those three um, that year and they brought in Aaron Gordon, like those first 10 games when they had the four of them, they were crazy good, dude. Yeah. And it was like they were assimilating Aaron <laughs> Gordon in. And yeah. now you get Aaron Gordon, you brought, you know, KCP, who they've been needing like a three and D kind of like shooting guard for a long time. They finally have that in KCP. You know, he's a great role player. Like you said, Bruce Brown, man, like perfect fit next to Jokic, yeah. dude. Like defense, cutting. Secondary playmaker. Oh, you just need man, that backup dude. center. I might switch the nugget. It's just that, like if they play the Warriors, there's no way they can beat the Warriors. Like the matchup is just so bad. Maybe, but it's like then, yeah, because I guess Draymond can actually guard Jokic. Draymond's like one yeah. of the few players that can actually like give Jokic trouble. So, I mean, yeah, that's a fair point. That's just an awful matchup, but. Yeah. yeah, everyone else, even the Clippers, man, like, it would be hard. Yeah. Cool, man. So, it looks like we have um, we have different champions, so we'll watch the season unfold. Well, final, uh, finals MVP, is it Giannis, I'm assuming, for you? Uh, it's actually Joe Ingles. Oh, very nice. Great <laughs> pick. For, 
Yeah, not, not Bobby Portis or not Grayson <laughs> Allen. Not Grayson Allen. Do you have Paul George or Kawhi or John Wall? <laughs> I'm like, I got a, uh, I got Malcolm Brogdon, dude. You convinced me. Oh, you had the Celtics beating the Clippers. No, I have the Clippers beating the Celtics, but I got Malcolm Brogdon. You convinced me. <laughs> I'm surprised. I feel like if it was Celtic Clippers, I would I would take the Celtics in that final series. Um, but I got I got Kawhi. I think it'll be Kawhi if they Kawhi wanted. could win Finals MVP for three different franchises. And no and, and no regular MVPs. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it really is. He would join LeBron. I'm pretty sure LeBron was the only one to do that. Yeah, I. I think you're right. I think it's only been LeBron. Yeah, but that's crazy. But yeah, it'll be a fun season. We'll see if Curry gets to ring five. We'll see if LeBron gets the, another playoff appearance. We'll see if we'll see who wins the Victor Wembanyama sweepstakes. Well, we'll see if Patrick Beverly can win another play-in championship game, dude. Yes. We'll see if Sacramento ends their playoff drought and the city goes in crazy, which I can't wait for. Um, a lot of fun storylines this season. So yeah, we'll talk to you soon whenever we do the next podcast. Maybe it'll be the playoff predictions. <laughs> it might be our championship recap <laughs> or draft we'll draft preview with Victor. No, we'll we'll do a nice uh, a nice uh, redraft or something in the meantime. But uh, cool, Doc. As always, peace out. Have a good one. As always, this has been outside the zone. Peace.